we should start this right. stupid podcast. Especially when we're talking the worst movie ever made. Evan is the, Evan is the host. <laughs> you couldn't even keep a straight face. <laughs> Evan will maintain order. We must introduce ourselves with no fewer we, than seven words, yes. no longer than 20 words, no syllable, no more no, than three syllables. Use... Oh, that's usually no syllables. I'm, I'm using this as the actual intro. Welcome to, I guess, an Annie Gamers podcast, but really just a chaotic podcast with way too many cooks in the kitchen. My name is Evan Minto. Uh, we are here at Otakon 2016, and I have got a, a veritable who's who of podcasters here going and, around and starting me. on my right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Gerald Rathcold from Anime World Order, and uh, I did two panels this weekend. Cool. Oh, is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? Where are you from? And tell us one interesting thing about you. <laughs> well, originally my family has uh, was transported from Wales in the 1860s. No, I'm uh, <laughs> Uh, Orlando. That's You're it. actually doing that? That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what's the interesting thing about you? <laughs> He's from that Orlando. That wasn't it. <laughs> I'm Daryl Surratt, also from Anime World Order and stuff like that from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. That was good. <laughs> I'm Clarissa, also from Anime World Order and the internets. <laughs> I am Kate from ReverseThieves.com. Uh, Interesting. You're supposed to say, and your Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn <laughs> embodiment. Well, say, say, say your Saturn, Black Key. I actually Sega wanted to get that Android today. I was tempted to get that Android. Sega Saturn's my favorite system. Might be fake. Who are you? Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Who are you that likes Sega Saturn? Wow, why did we let you my in? Name, uh, my name is Carl. I'm, I write the blog Ogomaniacs, and thanks to Udacon um, and the Good Smile booth, I've actually started formulating in my head a way to kitbash uh, an Android Ogue uh, into existence. Nice. And. <laughs> I am Alan Mendez, also from the Reverse Thieves podcast. I come from Brooklyn, and I once won a Yoda belt buckle in a Star Wars reading contest. A Yoda belt buckle? Wow! Oh. A Star Wars reading contest? Yeah. Reading what? The Expanded Universe? Yes. I had, I had, a, I had to read and critique all the Timothy Zahn novels, <laughs> and then talk about what a Gary Stew um, Marge is, or you know, Master, you know, Sabeth. Like, no, I was reading. Well, the you worked hard for that belt buckle. I was reading this comic book adaptation of the Thrawn trilogy on the plane because I'm Thrawn. That's yeah. the Gary so Grand Admiral Stewart. Thrawn, of course. Well, they're adding Thrawn is... back into the, the canon universe of the next season of Star Wars Rebels. That's totally Otacon. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. <laughs> I don't know if that's harder than... I ac- I accidentally won an eating competition. Yes, that's true. <laughs> what the heck is that? Oh, I know. You went? <laughs> so good. Okay, so there used to be a Jewish deli in Orlando. It is now out of business. Shortly before there going out of business... There used to be one business. Jewish deli in Florida. Gerald ate there. Shortly before going out of business, Gerald went there and ordered... A sandwich just looked on the menu and said, it I'll looked, take this sandwich. It looks like what he wanted. It would look so like he finished the sandwich. sandwich, and then they come back, and they give him a trophy. <laughs> and then he looks over, and there's a wall of people who are able to eat the so-and-so sandwich up I on the wall. I still have the trophy. And then Amir's shutdown is never revealed. Hold on, hold on. You didn't forget. You ate all the meat. You, hold ate, on. The, you I, ate the deli out of I, existence. I ate the sandwich, and then I, I bought a brownie and left. And That's an interesting that, fact. We have no more Amiras because they were like, he didn't even 
They didn't even know. They couldn't even process it. They're brain dead now. I just, that's probably the lowest or the highest point in my life when you're accidentally winning contests that no one should even be entering. That's like a legit, that's like a legit enemy line because it's like, we always thought, I always thought I was his rival, but he did not even see. There are people who have got, who have been there trying this for years, and I just do it accidentally. Right. It's like you know it's the, the Takami Aldini of you know yeah. anime podcast. It's like the start of Gerald's own like shonen manga. <laughs> just the very opening. It's just this guy trying to eat really hard, and then just the one like bald weird guy walks in and just eats him. Just gets the contest, and he's like, "This is my rival now." I'm gonna make love to him in so many ways. Well, I, I have to give my interesting fact because it's the disclaimer that I uh, forget to give until halfway through every Annie Amber's podcast, which is I work for Crunchyroll. So just in case we mention Crunchyroll shows, I don't know. Don't yeah. believe a word I say about them. <laughs> this is a paid advertisement. <laughs> so uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let's go around and just do like the Kate question, as we call it. What was everybody's favorite thing at the convention? Mm-mm. Oh shit! One thing. First? You got one favorite thing at Otakon? My favorite thing was all of the wonderful programming that I contributed myself. <laughs> the window to right the there, schedule. and I'm gonna throw you out of it. You know, really <laughs> elevates Otakon's, uh, you know, live events really to the next unprecedented levels oh. of greatness. Uh, thank you. Jimmy. You forgot this. Two very important rules. One, you can't give the. My favorite part was everybody I spent time with. Yeah, no thing. sentimentality on this fucking podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say no dub voice actor, you know. Yes, yes, oh, all wow. my favorites. Are, no. So. Uh, if you say that, you're allowed to. You just it is then on the record that yes, that is that, that you are a wishy-washy okay. marketing tool. Yeah. So that's so. that's rule one. What was rule two? Uh, and rule two is don't promote your own things because you know unless you are just super self-deprecating. You, you know. Well, no, somebody we, already we, broke rules. Well, I w- how could I have broken it without knowing that? <laughs> well, oh, don't if put, that was Evan's fault, he should have mentioned. Don't put yourself things. over. So this. Yeah, on. you know, I can't necessarily think of one, even though I asked the question. But a couple good things. Uh, actually, yeah, this is going to be sentimental. You guys ran some good panels. I saw some good panels from you guys. Oh, the you dog. can compliment us. Yeah, right. That's, that's yeah. perfect. Fine. <laughs> you can jerk off other people at the, at the, at the you table. You have to see that's the hand fine. gesticulation to gauge the arc of that hand wave to say you guys. And, and <laughs> Kate, she saw, like, you know, the trajectory arc, like, stopped right before. Like, you know, like, so I no, I was actually, first I was going to mention the, the best gimmick panel of the convention. The dogs in Politics anime panel. Is awesome. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. That you was guys, me and Carl. You guys managed to have a memeier uh, panel than Hazukari, which you is crazy. The word memeier. Yeah. yeah. Me- that is that a word? Uh, meme- sure. Meme- yeah. Meme. You started. You started with a meme. You started with the Doge meme, <laughs> and it was the name it's of your doggy. Panel. Remember what Tyrone said. It's doggy, doggy coin, coin, not Doge coin. <laughs> doggy coin. <laughs> I call dog. I don't know. So where where did the idea come from for that though? She loves dogs. That's I it? mean, okay. well, yeah, <laughs> yes. So the mystery is solved. <laughs> that was quick. Um, it's your first episode of Conan. <laughs> <laughs> this person died. God, the God. The guy did it. God. Yeah. Wow. That's this mauled this corpse for it? children. <laughs> How do you kill with this knife? <laughs> uh, I, I have to say, before I talk about the panel at all, that... Yeah. Multiple people were like, 
read the title of the panel and then they were like, so what's this about? I, I thought know. I made it like the most clear <laughs> panel title of all time. I, was, I, I thought it was going to be about the, like, the meme. I, yeah. like, I couldn't yeah, tell yeah. it had anything to do with anime whatsoever. I just was like, oh, this is just going to be a bunch of internet kids shouting stuff. And it's like, read the, oh, this is actually a panel of merit, but I had to read the description and the guidebook. I was just so surprised. <laughs> like, I was like, well, obviously I based it on the meme. Right. But I was like... But the panel had nothing to do with I that think, once no. you got past yeah. the first slide. I think maybe yeah. if, you, if you had gone to more like Florida cons that have got much lower standards for their uh, panel submissions, there are panels with titles similar to that that are literally just shout men up there shouting memes. So that like totally threw me off. Um, <clears throat> but... It seemed like mostly people came there who liked dogs, and they didn't accidentally come to, like, the wrong panel. I was standing outside before the panel, and, like, people were walking up being like, what is this? And I was like, it's about dogs in anime. And multiple people, upon hearing that, were like, oh, yeah, all right. The thing is, is that, you know, you always hear also, like, because your panel <clears throat> title gets truncated and there's no, like, description on, like, schedules necessarily, yeah, yeah. that I was like, all right, I'm going to pick, like, a title where it's like, clearly this is <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah. No, it was the <laughs> most <laughs> cryptic title on the schedule. I, did, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Kate. That, that was, was my, my suggestion. <laughs> I ruined your panel. <laughs> that, that was Once my favorite. Again. Years ago, uh, D- Daryl, Mike Tool, and I were on a panel called the Melancholy of Yoshinobu yeah, Shizaki. Yeah. And it's but got it got truncated, truncated to, to the, the melancholy, melancholy of Duck, Duck, Duck. You guys had some really disappointed people in that Oh, panel. no, that was, that was why it was good, though. It was Sunday. I mean, no, nothing is better than the legend of, of Vinny's Ponies panel. Yes. You guys that that. did that on purpose. Yeah, right, that was on purpose. He just said, like, oh, I'm going to call it Ponies, and everyone's going to show up, and then I'm just going to have it only be a Ponies and anime, and tons of people are going to leave, and a couple of people are going to hold out, and then one guy's going to, like, I think you know, that, that happened, right? I, yeah, no, I'm yeah, just saying, like, this is what yeah, happened. Yeah. My guy was like, you're going to show the real ponies, though, right? <laughs> this is the real pony. Yeah, my little what? I mean, as far as, like, I think, you know, favorite thing of Otakon 2016 for me, it would be the knowledge and realization that uh, Aaron Finnegan mastered Kung Fu so much that now she ties one hand, you know, down yeah. <laughs> so that she has a challenge. Because uh, that's the way that, uh, she's Oro from Street Fighter. Um, because oh, that's she, the way she carries. Does she you know, also jump into her own like clothing and fly away? Yeah. Well, well, what, what happens is you well, know that's there's wrong, also the flexible. God Hand aspect of it because you can't even say you're not Alexander. You know, because Alexander is the name of her kid. So. <laughs> I missed so many panels because I had like six interviews. So I would say the interviews oh. were like a, a high point for me because I just got to talk to a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, me too. I mean, like, guess. like well, Sean Thomas was a really awesome. That, I would actually yeah. say that yeah. might have been Question number high one was yeah. Sean, tell us this. And he starts talking, then they come in, you gotta wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> they only allotted 10 minutes yeah. to talk to him. It was like. That is not enough time for And then anything. he was like surprised. He's like, oh, they don't play around. It's like, it's the same. Every time. Someone gets like a super short allotment. It's like it's not like it seems like they requested like oh no, I they want to talk. It's the, like, the guests always seem to want to talk more, but right. like, oh I guess we gotta go. Yeah, because Fred shot was the same way. It was like you know oh you got ten minutes with him, and Fred was like, what really? You know, yeah, and, and, and he, I, he was I, enjoying talking to us because we'd actually read his books. He's yeah, like, I don't even have anywhere to go. You know, because I was talking to Kate about this. I think it's oddly inversely proportional to how popular they are. How more people ask to talk to them. The fewer time is allotted. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah LaShawn, we actually, because we were the last ones interviewing him uh, and he didn't have anywhere to be, we were able to talk to him for a bit longer. Okay. And, like, I mean, you, you guys all interviewed him? Yeah? Yes, yes. yes. I, got, I was the last yeah. person on Saturday, so I got to talk to him for oh, a bit yeah. longer. 
He's, he, he's like, it's really cool because he is one of the rare people who has worked in some form in the Japanese industry or like with the Japanese industry right. and is like a fluent English speaker, yeah. right? So he can sit there and just talk to you about how this stuff works without it needing to go through a translator. Yeah. And, you tell, uh, and you can tell that he's like, he's still kind of wide-eyed about it, which I think yeah, is cool. Yeah. He's not jaded and cynical. I'm going to do the trenches and now... I am, I am terrified of the less talented people he is going to inspire. So the people who are going to be showing up and saying, I can't speak Japanese at all and right. I have no actual talent yeah. unlike like LaShawn Davis. LaShawn Thomas. LaShawn Thomas. Wow, that's staying in the recording. <laughs> I didn't know this and asked him about it um, until after Al told me like a, five minutes before the before my interview. He's he's the older brother of Sanford Kelly, like the Street Fighter. Yeah. Player. I was yeah. Like, oh really? Oh yeah. I, didn't like, know that. I was like, oh okay. Like I would never would have guessed. Right. Because <laughs> you know they don't have the same last name yeah, or anything yeah. like that. But yes. yeah. So he he also premiered Cannon Busters here, which I didn't get to yeah. stay through the entire premiere. Um, yeah, he's see. like, everyone's like, um, when Mike and Nichols came, it's like, wow, look at this completely full play. Oh, there's one empty seat. Points to your empty seat because, uh, you know, where you were. <laughs> I had to go to an interview. And I said, oh, well, but he was here. He had to get up and go. I was like, oh, okay, fine. Kind of <laughs> wow, he really did? He, he, was, he, was, he was right in the front and there's yep. yeah. empty seat. Wow. <laughs> 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 Is that in the photo? Like the wide? No, angle? no. I'm in the photo. <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, Tomas Romain was like, Evan, thanks for coming. Toma Roma. Toma Toma Roma. Roma. Toma Roma. House of Rim. <laughs> All right, that's racist. Uh, did you guys like Cannon Busters? I thought it was yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got them. to. I actually got to watch it later, and yeah, it was really solid. A lot of Trigun vibes in it. Yep. A lot of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. I mean, Trigun was the most yep, obvious yep. thing that it was saying to be pulling from, or at least even the setting-wise and such. Yeah, I mean, like very... you said, like the whole thing's not going to be that kind of Western setting. It's just right. that one part where they are. Right. But like but the no, thing I that enjoyed it greatly. the thing that like I'm going to try and get them on uh, our podcast because yeah, yeah. one of the things that is interesting is that when you try to name the people who quote made it, like the American yeah, fans who yeah. made it over, <laughs> most all of them when you name them are like that. Star Blazers generation, and he yeah, is exactly. obviously like that tsunami generation, which is a little more current. Because if you tell a story, it's like, oh yeah, this is a story of how you know Ardeth Carlton or Tim Elger or Jan Scott Fraser made it. Anyone hears that story, it's like the world has changed so much, you know, in the world I live in now. There's yeah. no way I can just do that. But LeSean is like people look up to him so much because it's like, no, this guy is you know roughly you know in the same era as we came up in you know mm -hmm. doing a lot of the same stuff so well, i think one of one of the things i really appreciate about uh just the way he talks about anime is like he's not just somebody who watched some anime and is you and know, more like, invested in the american side and like that's it and so it's not he's just like i like ava and so i made other cartoons and i reference ava or mm -hmm. something right it's like we talk to him and he's going. He starts talking about like, yeah, Hayao Miyazaki. He was like doing in betweens for six years at Toei or something. And it's like, oh, he knows the history that we know. Right. <laughs> like he's not right. just doing the surface level stuff. Yeah. Speaking of like the surface level stuff, this convention that we're at, what would you say is the biggest thing you're gonna miss about this wonderful city of Baltimore? Crab cakes. Crab cakes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That crab cake truck will live in. I didn't get to go to the crab cakes. I never saw. I didn't it. get to go to it. Yeah. Well, you should just follow my Twitter, Gerald, and stop muting me. I was muting. I was blocked by Gerald when I looked. I was like, I'm Gerald's like, I didn't see your post. I'm like, well, let me look. You are blocked from by reading Gerald. It's like, well, what I do? Just like, I'm running. <laughs> It must have happened in my pocket accidentally. <laughs> Actually, that's all true. 
<laughs> so you know, delicious crab cakes is the main thing you're gonna gonna miss from. I'm, I'm, I'm really gonna miss like having to get everywhere via narrow skywalks. Yes, that's really the I, my favorite thing about the Baltimore. My favorite thing is that that skywalk from the Hilton to the BCC that is one human length wide <laughs> stairwell. And that they built it And they built it after the fact. The fact that like, that oh, that's like 20,000 people at Otakon. We don't have enough people. Let's build this whole hotel for Otakon. How wide should the stairway be? It just needs to be one person wide. Well, <laughs> I would say, though, I actually will miss Baltimore a little bit because we're, you know, it's going to D.C. where we're going to have to, like, have a... Like, yeah. I like that the Inner Harbor there. is you gotta pretty go much Otakon. Like, Otakon takes over... We get to have the space, right. but like DC is just crazy all the time. Mm. So like, I think it's probably might have like a different atmosphere and just like a little bit like I, I'm gonna miss that we kind of get to take over the space. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. mostly be like the convention center now and like some surrounding area. But I, like, because I feel like I was just thinking about this talking to one of my younger brothers that if you see like San Diego Comic Con. It like sprawls out over San Francisco and it's Third, San Diego. Yes. San Diego. <laughs> uh, it, sp- it sprawls out over the city, whereas New York Comic Con is just in the Javits Center. And like right, the right. minute the, you get to the line, it just ends. And it's yeah, like, gonna... here's the rest of Manhattan. Deuces to you. Well, have any of you guys been to AX? Big, big like... No. I have. Oh, yeah. Because I was just going to say, like, I, I feel like AX is much bigger. But I don't get the same sense that it like takes over LA. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like there's, and it's mainly because, and this might be what is going to happen in DC. The area near that convention center is very much like an area near a convention center. It's got this, like, there's like the Staples Center and stuff. It, yeah, it's just like, it's there's stuff there, but it's all like it's an event venue and it's like all designed for that. And so, <clears throat> it, it, I guess there's a more like n- almost neighborhoody feel to like downtown hmm. Baltimore yeah. that I get is, here, where yeah. it's like you you. There's like local, a lot of like local restaurants and stuff, and you get a sense that everybody's sort of living here for a weekend. And I don't really get that in like at AX. It's just sort of like we're all here for the event. That's this right. is the thing we're here for. That's sort of what concerns me. Is I've been going to Otakon since 2002 or so, mm-hmm. and I mean for the first like four or five years, I was trying to figure out like where are the good restaurants to yeah, go, yeah. and mm. you know how does what is the quickest way to get to these places? And best oh, hotel. Best yeah. It took me years to find the best hotel, and then I found oh, it's the Days Inn. It took me another year or two to figure out how to get into the Days Inn because it was so difficult to get into. <laughs> and uh, now, it, oh, you mean to get a room? Yeah, because yeah. Back, oh, I thought you meant to like find your way. Break into the security <laughs> here is tight. No, because here's the operation. That was one back then. It was the at. At closing ceremonies, they would open up for the hotel. And you had, yeah. to, and book, you had to book that hour. Right the hour, and then the days in would fill up. Yes, and instantly. if you didn't do it right there, you did not get a room. In I remember the first time we got it, we were literally in the lobby, and I was getting on on my phone, and we got it that year. And now we don't know what the best hotels oh, yeah. are. We don't know where the restaurants are. And from my understanding is that it's only in between. This is only the interim time between when the when this convention center is being rebuilt or remodeled or whatever, and so I don't know how long that's going to be. So, um, at closing ceremonies, they said there will be in D.C. through 2024. That's Ooh. a long time. So that is a pretty long time. They signed yeah. a long contract. Wow. So. Uh, just one quick thing. <laughs> I just now imagined that, like, Anime World Order was just formed 
as some kind of team that Gerald put together to get into get the dangerous. Gerald is the best safe cracker in the business. He's got to be on this podcast. Yeah, so we, we need a get... safe cracker. We need a wheelhouse. You know, we need, you know, the muscle. You know. And then, and then Daryl Chris. Yeah. It's That's weed correct. leverage or something. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, as far as like this. Otakon, like, I feel like, and I mentioned this before, like, it's weird in the sense that, like, so many people that you know are here all in one place, and yet you see so little of them. Like, there are multiple people that I follow and know and are posting that they're at Otakon, oftentimes at the same event as me, that I never saw this entire weekend. Right. I think we're, it's weird. I think we're at a point, though, that it is very nice to see someone in person, and that is... You know, makes a lot of the difference, but now we're yeah. at a time when. But you can I'll have sex with them in VR now. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, we're all actually came to this Otacon wearing Oculus Rift. We didn't even actually go to the Comic State in this yeah, hotel room. Right. It was too hot. Why go outside? Yeah. yeah. And so it's. I mean, I'm going to see exactly what you guys post, except for UK, because I've got you muted. Yeah. So. <laughs> But uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's another point. This this con, like the, it, it's not not Otacon's fault. But holy shit, the weather is horrible. It's so hot. Oh my god. It is yeah. the and worst. humid. It, and we come from Florida. What does that say? <laughs> holy shit. Oh man. Well, what it says is that it's like this every day in Florida. We just are you always in rooms like this. Yes. And the only time we're outside is going from a room like this to our car where it's air conditioned, or from our car to a room like this. And so there's no walking two or three blocks yeah. to to restaurants because yeah you like just die yeah. if i feel like that had a sort of depressive effect on like people doing stuff it was well, like it, yeah it well, i have For to example, leave the building i was mentioning like, that normally I, I track on like my fitbit usually right. these weekends are when i kill it i get yeah. like twenty one thousand steps saturday i had ten thousand steps because we didn't go to the mall once because that yeah trip we didn't go down to the inner harbor us. yeah, yeah. I didn't and go the inner harbor was, it, was it saturday when they closed the sky bridge and yeah. i was like no! you have to go outside to go to the hilton yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we actually tried to try to organize like how we can get there without having to go outside as right. possible. Like the stri- how can we have minimal exposure to the oven outside? And on top of that, the the route like from the convention center it's the to family the mall, circus, it's like, the family circus Sunday panel of just like running like this, all over this ridiculous the place. dotted line going all over the place. Yeah. Because, like, we walked and said, like, oh, you know, didn't there used to be a stairwell here leading up? And then it's like, yeah, it's right. And then you look, and it looks like, you know, somebody cut a half, like, in half with, like, an anime sword. It doesn't even, it doesn't even look like it's been properly demolished. It just looks like, you know, Levy Ra took his laser beam sword and, you know, established, this is where Demon City Baltimore, you know, begins. So now even just getting to the mall is, like, much more annoying than it used to be. Yeah. So... Uh, I guess it's, it might be a good time that we're moving to somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, it, it, are we talking about moving, or it doesn't matter? There's no structure. It doesn't matter. No, yeah, no like, structure. But I am really looking forward to having a convention center that is not like this one. Like I like, I like the Inner Harbor. I like that the convention is here. But I'm not going to miss this convention center at all. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what? really made me realize how this is not a great convention center is going to the going to anime next that can i love that convention center in in atlantic city yeah because it's just like really simple it's like a single hallway with multiple levels with lots of stairways going back and forth between all of them right 
because that was the example I was going to bring up. Because, yeah. like, last year, it, it hadn't it gotten to the point where Anime Next was, like, over, like, four or oh, yeah, five it was different buildings? packed in different buildings. Oh, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Crossing streets and bridges, yeah. like, outside <laughs> to get to Oh, other... so it was, like, Dragon Con caliber. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. And now, yeah, it's just one it's building. Clean, really, you really go easy. in. <clears throat> like, it was easy to get from level to level. Uh, just do... Also easy to visually pick out where you're going because it's all like this this there's like an just one big internal corridor basically. So you just sit there and like you look up and you're like, I'm going there. Right. Oh, we'll right. take an escalator up there. Mm. Although now it is in Atlantic City, which if you right. wander one block left or right, you're, you're in, in hell. Yes. Yeah. You're in, it's just the you're in doom. Demon City yes. Atlantic City. Yes. <laughs> Demon City Trump as we call it. <laughs> um, so well, one thing we didn't mention yet is it's been Two years, almost exactly, since Under the Dog was announced. Yeah, and now yep. it's out, and, and they had out. some guests here. So, do you guys go to any like panels related to it? I didn't because I was a backer for it, and so they sent it to me, and so that's where I watched it. And then I Same. was, and then mm-hmm. like you know, they the main guy I would have wanted to talk to about it. Jiro Ishii. Jiro Ishii is like I don't know, his brain exploded like you know right before the con, and then he said he was better like you know shortly thereafter. But I think he got like he, he would got e-, e. coli. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe he got like. I think that's what it was. He said it in the in the panel they had like a, a video, and it seemed like he was mostly okay, but he was not allowed to fly. I see. Was the problem. Mm. You know. So yeah, I mean, I, he would have been like the most fascinating. But I mean, I know you got to ask some pretty great questions to the fake Koji Morimoto, as we'll call him. <laughs> in, in our interview um, document, we were like Koji Morimoto, not that one. Well, this is the most like irritating thing because like we were joking about this forever when they. During the production of the dog and like the whole like kerfuffle <clears throat> about like it switched over to Cinema Citrus and all that, and now producer Koji Morbo and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, Koji Morbo!" <laughs> oh, yep. Oh, it's a there's a director Koji Morimoto and a producer Koji Morimoto and not the same guy. Who came up with this? Who, who are the ad wizards <laughs> who came up with this one? So then, at Otakon in the schedule, it had like Koji Morimoto Q and A, no description. Koji Morimoto <laughs> autographs, no description. And I was like saying, like, we always talk about, like, nobody knows the Japanese name. You have to say, they also like, don't know what they look they like. They don't know what they look like. They don't know what they made. You have to say, like, you know, the show that they're famous for with, you know, yeah, this yeah. for people to show up. This one, <clears throat> if anyone knows the name Koji Morimoto, it's the Studio 4C guy. And I, and I was getting messages from people. Yeah, I found out the hard way. It wasn't that Koji Morimoto when I was in the autograph line. Uh, yeah. So imagine at least being they didn't the guy. find out when they came up to them and they were like, "I really, really well, like Franken's gears." Well, that's what I think. It, it, it could have happened like that because yeah. I mean, you know, imagine being the person who's like, find out that's a Q and A. So it's like, oh, you get all your crazy four C stuff, and then you go to autograph. And it's like it's a different guy. And all they all they would have to do is just say, you know, under the dogs, under the dog, with, you know, yeah, whatever, so and so producer, but like. And then, as it turned out, when he did his panel, there was only like 10, 15 people there. But, you know, at least those 50 people all knew exactly, you know, who the score was. But, I mean, Otakon's always had this problem with yeah. their guests. And this year, I think <clears throat> their guest lineup was not what people would It was, it was a little weak. weak. Yeah. It was incredibly weak. Yeah. And, like, I mean, from the and I hoped after last year that, they, that it would be better. It but... was weird, because last year they had the big drop, and a lot of it... People were wondering, like, is this because they didn't have any any great guests or guests or riots or whatever? So the assumption was they're going to really pull it out this year. They're going to have amazing guests, and then we saw what what AX was getting, and they were they got this amazing animatsuri yeah, yeah. thing going there. 
uh, yeah, Amazon like thing going incredible there. Incredible. Okay, they got a really line really blow it out of the water, and they get who lotus juice, like I yeah, don't know. like all off or like whatever. But like these and are the funny thing is lotus juice was basically just. Oh, and the Matsuri gives you this. Yes. And they were the biggest. They were really the biggest musical guests. Like Persona fans are really crazy about the music in there, and that's really a huge part of the series. They should have been like the main concert, and right. then it was like an additional concert that they did yesterday. I am and, and yeah, like they got like oh the mob they got the mob psycho mob one uh, mob, mob psycho, psycho one hundred singers. Oh, they got the end theme. Yeah, not the opening theme. Well, yeah, everyone because remembers. I think it's like you so, know, I, I don't know if Kenji Kawai did the opening or not. It just says it's like the mob chorus or whatever is credited yeah. as like the song. But like, mm. it was, yeah, it, in the case of like the guests here, it's it's a weak list. And on top of that, you know, the guests they had, they like, they still like didn't really like do all that they could do. I mean, you know, for stuff like especially these Japanese guests, we keep talking about like, oh, you know, the attendance is whatever. Anime Next, you know, we were just talking about that. They seem to do the opposite. Like, you know, when Trigger you go... stuff gets packed. But also, Trigger is like a brand name at this point. Like, right. Know them. But they, and they advertise them as the Trigger signing. Right. right. And so, all of Trigger is Even there, though it's, and... it's actually not even accurate. They're, right. like, twisting the truth. Because not everybody there was even, like, a Trigger staffer. Correct. But it was like, ah, it's good enough to get people in the but door. They work on Trigger shows. Right. But, but it'll be like, you know, they'll call it, like, Space Patrol Luluko Q&A yeah, yeah. with whatever. As opposed to, you know... Hiromi Wakabayashi or some, like, Japanese name no one knows about. The thing yeah. is, though, I mean, I think Next is, like, nailing it. They, yeah, they, they do it right. But I, I always wonder with Otakon, like, is it, like, the PR machine? It's, it's possible because, that it's Because if you notice, like, a themselves. lot of the dub ones that they were right. doing were, like, Escaflone crew, like this, yep. Pokemon. And it was, well, like, they're doing it for some. For the American like, actors. You know, like... Because, yeah, this year I think their big push was Pokemon... Sub people, right? Something yeah, like there was that. like yeah. a million. Hold on, we're getting the breaking news right now. They just got the email as I speak from press before Alan gets it out. Breaking news: the Otakon first guest. They were able to announce it a year in advance. Yeah, baby. Here he is. Oh, here we Vic go. Vic Mignogna oh. has arrived. Oh. Now it's looking up. Now DC <laughs> is coming back. Now that you know he can't make his Star Trek movies anymore because they. I can down. finally can finally ask if he is. Well, they gotta invite Stu Levy so I can put him next to each other. Actually, yeah, that's confirm the same, that they're not the same person. Yeah, no. <laughs> they have the same hair at the very least. They possibly share it back and forth. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, it was rough. Like it was like two, three weeks out from the con, and I was chatting with Daryl, and I was like. Are they going to announce anyone else? Because this list is I know, is, yeah. Is and, then they, and then the final week, Yoshiki's coming. Yes. No, there's and, not. And then... And then <laughs> and I, 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 never, never mind. No, nope, he's, he's not. not coming. What hell? So, yeah, I, hope, I hope they really do a better job this next year, because, like, Otakon, it was always Otakon and AX. They were always, like, leapfrogging right. over each other who was the biggest, and I think I, can care. I feel like next year... I feel like year, now AX is just kind of leaving Otakon yeah. in the dust, at least yeah. when it comes to... Attendance, for sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think in terms of content next year, if, at the very least, Masaru Mariyama comes back, he said, I'll bring in this corner of the world with me, and we'll premiere it here, or whatever it is they do. The U.S. premiere. And then right. that alone, I think, will be, like, you know, a bigger thing than a lot of stuff this year. And it was so weird, have... Mariama not being here. Yeah. And they, yeah. that's what I was going to say. There were a lot of can- last-minute cancellations yeah. for this concert. Which is not the convention's fault. Right. Right. I mean, none of those were, you know, their big, their big like, centerpiece, like, guest. But, yeah, it was... 
it was just a very strange year. I was. Uh, I I thought it was weird, like that they only had Ishii and the the producer Morimoto, and uh, they had uh, Gasawara, the yeah. yeah the head of Kinema Citrus, or however you say that. I think that's how you say it. Cinema. I cinema. 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 cinema, yeah, yeah. Cinema. The studio that made it, right? Uh, but they couldn't get, like, Ando? Ando's Ando, probably so busy, because, I mean, to me... Because that would have been the get, right? Yeah. To talk to Ando. To talk to Ando about it, to talk to Jiro Ishii about yeah. it. But, like, you know, famously, he was, like, doing Under the Dog, like, in between Snow White with the Red Hair, which was, like, I guess his oh, real yeah, I forgot he did that. Yeah, like, Ooh. that was two seasons of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, you know, those were the people everyone would want to see. But we did at least, you know, get, you know, some pretty good premieres and stuff like that. Like, I mm-hmm. had already seen, like, you know, some of the stuff, but I think a yeah, lot Cannon of people... Cannon Busters was Cannon great. Busters is cool. It's good to have LaShawn here. Well, here's yeah, what I would say about great. Cannon Busters, though. Uh, needs to be in a bigger room. Why did they put that, yeah. not just in a panel room, but in a small panel room? Right. Yeah. It's like, did they not think that this, you know, premiere was going to turn out people? And then, you know... They didn't need to hype anything it up, like, with that big a Kickstarter. It's like it verifiably you have the numbers yeah. that these this number of people are excited about this. Plus, thing. he worked on the Boondocks, and right. he worked on Legend of Korra. So and, it's and, not like he's like some unknown name that just happened to do this. And he's Kickstarter. big. Has got a big social media presence. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like mm-hmm. really out there. Yeah. So like even if you haven't seen the work, <laughs> you a lot of people like know who he is. Right. right. And with like so much like about like the importance of representation in media coming out. Like, when we looked at their, like, you know, I was pretty say, much yeah. every, like, you know, brown anime fan, you know, in the yes. building, myself included, got, made it to try and be in there. A lot of people got turned away and didn't get to see it. I and then at the autograph yeah. signing, you know, just person after person after person, like, talking to him about, like, you know, hey, I'm an artist, I'm trying to make something, doing this. So it's like, he's, yeah. they don't realize, like, he's, like, the inspiration of that sort of people. They should have really, like, they had the big like video rooms that they yeah I was really shocked that it was for, in such a small and that they put it in that seemed kind of I, strange to me. I was pretty like sort of inspired though like you, you tweeted about it, Gerald, just like looking at that room and being like, that, "Wow, that that's got, awesome!" Like because just because a lot of the room was like like black anime fans, brown anime fans. That got a huge just, like, number yeah. of retweets for me as well. Like that's for me. Yeah, because and, and, and that's the thing LaShawn talks about with this stuff all the time is that like there's not enough representation in these shows, and he made a show where like. Almost everybody in it is brown in some form or another, right? Like, yeah. Well, I think that it's a common sight at Odcon, other cons, for inspiring artists to come up to the Japanese creators and be like, hey, I want to make my own anime. Right. Here's my stuff, right? And you can tell that the, the, the Japanese creators are humoring them, like, uh, mm-hmm. right, you're not going to get it because, you know, there's there's too many hoops you have to jump through, right? But LaShawn Thomas, like, is the guy that they can actually go, to, go up to and be like, hey, I want to really make stuff, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he is like that. He is basically the creator they're waiting for, because they can actually go up to him and be like, you know, I want proof of concept, and that this is not a pipe dream. Yeah, and and, and he'll tell you how he did it, even though I mean, how he did it was was happenstance and luck, happenstance, luck, and a lot of talent all coming together all at once. Well, yeah, yeah. it's also the the uh, fact that he went to Korea, right, Mm -hmm. and had these connections, uh, like worked as a. We've spent more time in the Oricon podcast putting over Lashawn, but that's okay. there's so there's, much there's to not get lot, to. There's not a lot of other big guests to right. talk about. I know. So, Seriously. Like, it's really, like, him. Is, is Alan. I just wanted to mention one thing, uh, just to counter something that Kate said, and just... At Anime Next, Rie Horie, who does Black Lagoon, he was... Ray listed, Hero, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Was, yep. he was listed as Black Lagoon. Right. Right. And... Right. 
if you had a deal with him, they so, like, uh, Shogaku-kan, so tightly controlled yeah, every single every thing about him. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had to, like, that was some bullshit. Pre-submitted we... all the questions in writing. He wouldn't sign Black Lagoon anime. Yeah, because it it's like, oh, that's yeah. not mine. I'm the manga. It's like, we... have you watched this anime? It's this replaces your frame work for frame, word for word. It's like you, you, you're not going to sign it because it it's like, oh, well, sorry, that's a madhouse production, and we're Shogakukan, we, and that's how we yeah. do it on the West Coast. And it, was I mean, very, <laughs> it was a very interesting learning experience for us because that's the first time we've had we've interviewed dozens of people over the right. years. So that's the first time we've had that much that bullshit. level of restriction. And yeah. I was fascinated. We went to Otakon press uh, orientation just for the heck of it, and they said. You know, some of these Japanese guests may ask you to like pre-see the interview and all that. And you, that's optional for you. We believe yes. in freedom of the press here. That's the first time in my life wow. I've ever heard an anime con like stick up for press people that way to be like, oh, you know, yeah. we don't yeah. we don't do that in America. It was but, the, but the the con has your back. What fucking gets me is that d- does Ray Hiraway really think we're going to like really beat him down? Well, it's with not questions? him, right? It's, no, it's yeah. the the, 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 the publishers. Yeah. Yeah. Shogakukan no. really think we're yeah. going like, to be beating well, him down with questions? The example I was fine yeah. was I had an official art book from him called Barrage. Yeah, and one of the pages just happens to be a Fate Night page, right. so I try to get it under there and have him sign that page. And his face lit up, and he was like, "Oh, look at this!" And and then the shadow conglomerate comes in, and is like, "Uh, uh-uh, not this one. You got to sign the one that Shogaku Khan owns." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "This is so this is- JoJo, and not like a bizarre adventure. Like, you know, it's bullshit." And I mean, I want to say like. You're not in Japan. We are not. Uh, you feel like like you were just a tool of their marketing. Like not even like this is not like hardcore reporting or anything. We're entertainment people. But like, that's not what happens at Otakon. No. Otakon. Uh, <laughs> but, but, no. but the whole point of my story was that if that was that level of control at Anime Next, but they still were able to title the you're right the yeah, panels, the panels in the Annex. Style. I'm sure if Otakon pushed just a little bit, just very gently and politely, they could get those panels to have the uh, anime next style. And you know, not that, not that you know, podcasters like the be all end all. You guys should listen to every bit of feedback that podcasters give. But like, how many years has like every single person that podcasts <laughs> mentioned this in like talking yeah. about Otakon? And Otakon listens. They read con, con reports. They do that stuff, and, like, how many and people how many have said this? Take, well, yeah. well, perfect example. Badge mailing. How long are people talking oh, about yeah. it? Oh Last God. year, registration was a shit show. This year, they mailed the badges. Thursday night, Thursday during the day we showed up, there was no line camped in front. And you know why? Because everyone had their badges. There was no, like, line snaking around the corner outside the convention center, like, when you wake up, like, how it always is, because everyone right. just... It works this, perfectly, just, just like everybody said it would work perfectly for years and years. And just imagine if they'd done and it this year. And the world did not end. People would have been passing out. Yeah, if they oh had not God, done it yeah. this year. Yeah. We would but, have hospitalization. And I think it's also important to note, it wasn't like the numbers only went up a little bit, but it seemed like there were three times as many people because as there were so many people with phony bootleg badges. Yeah. No. There was no, like, oh, we can't, you know, mail badges because people are going to, you know, counterfeit them or whatever. That, like, the data for that just was never there. It was, like, this weird, like, obstinate, like, mm-hmm. you know, inertia. And finally, like, they were just pushed to it last year to say, okay, fine, we'll mail the badges. And everyone cheered. And then this year, 
went off without a hitch. Imagine they've been doing it for years. Well, I then think there's other there, things. There definitely are a lot of people like ghosting the con or whatever people call that, right? It's, like, it's so, so that's just a thing. I yeah, know. I mean, I don't. I would be very it, it, surprised with the way that this place is set up, where they check your badge the second you walk in the convention center and the second you walk in a hotel. Like, it's a little hard to ghost Otakon. I ghosting is a term for right, people right, right. who don't know. People who show up to a con without a badge just to hang out and be around. You know, the badge well, I mean, checks well, here are... Part of what they do, though, is they'll trade the badge back and forth. Like, they'll yeah. only hang sure, out with people sure. outside the con. They'll have one badge to get into the... But you can do that even one. if somebody buys the badge right. in person at the convention center versus got it yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Short yeah. of, like, yeah. like, you know, injecting the biometric chip under your skin, <laughs> they're not going to really be able right. to... I mean, I guess it's going to take years and years for them to listen to some of the requests for the panelists, which I guess falls on... Dead ears. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean like, it's not relevant to anyone listening to this, except for other panelists. Yeah, but, but since the rule is you can't put yourself over, we'll put other people over. So, Evan, yeah. you did the science and anime panel. <laughs> yeah. How'd it go? Uh, I think it went pretty well. <laughs> I thought you were going to compliment yeah, me, but you didn't. You just went straight for <laughs> oh, the you question. Oh, you fool. No, no, no. <laughs> Daryl Surratt complimented me. <laughs> you were, like, he was ready, too. He was right, like, I was yes, like, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh. yes Daryl. Yeah, and then I I'm just... I'm listening. It was like, panel, not a complete it shit was, show. It was a very Ursa Yatsura-style face fault that Evan just did. But no, the reason, <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because, um, you know, you got the MacBook here. Mm-hmm. And every panel room, they had, like, this issue with the MacBooks and, you know, every projector, really. But, like, when you were doing science and anime, well, like, you and Vinny, like, worked pretty hard on that one because you're both, like, you got the science background. And you picked, like, the yeah. clips and all that kind of stuff. And I saw this happen over and over. Good preparation on the panelists, good presentations, undermined terribly by things and forces that you have no direct control over. In this case... You got messed up by the tech in the room made it so that people couldn't see the subtitles on these clips. It's a lot of AV problems. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of AV problems, a lot Mm -hmm. of things that they, you know, the the tech guys would be like, oh yeah, you're fine, you're good to go, and then you're playing your clips or showing your slides and people can't read them because it's the wrong resolution. You know, we had, like, you know, Carl. Yeah, I had had that problem. It's weird because uh, I had dinner on a panel earlier in the day with Kate, mm-hmm. but then and that worked fine, and we we had the same. Type I, of Hilton panels were fine. Yeah, it's the uh, BCC. Oh, no, no, no. no. Hilton. No, I my panel anime and non anime. Um, the room was set up so that there's gigantic speakers right in the way of me and the screen. Oh, so oh I, I, I hate that. that. Yeah, I had yeah. no clue. I might just that screen might as well be in another room. Was that what panel and, room was that? Uh, that was panel, that was panel six. 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 And, I, I was craning my neck and had to lean around because there's no confidence monitor there to see what everyone else is seeing. And multiple times, I would click something and something else came on the screen. And until Daryl would yell at me and say, "Hey, there's something on the screen you want to look at," and then I'd have to like try to close it. And I didn't have the screen there. It was a mess. Yeah, I, mean, like, yeah. I, I spent a gigantic yeah, mess. I spent yeah, like, uh, I spent 15 minutes on the Great Uglier manga uh, presentation, just futzing around with uh, unable to get started yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. And, and the tech guys will say, oh, you know, it's your adapter. Oh, you got to set your resolution. Let me tell you something. It was never the people's laptops. It was never the resolution. Right. It no. was always their switcher because, like, there's this weird thing going on projector. And people, the thing is, is that even when they get a picture, sometimes the picture wouldn't be sized right or it'd be stretched wrong or it would again. cut off the tops and bottoms. And unless people can see what it is that the people are seeing, You'd never know. The only place in this whole convention center that's set up 
air quotes correctly, is the AMV theater. We had a panel there Friday, and they had like the, 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 the monitor there where you can just see, like, okay, here's what the people are seeing. And, I mean, ideally, and, it would be nice if you had a slider there for your mic, so if you need to talk over video, you can slide the audio Yeah, down. volume control. I, I was going to sure. say, I had the problem where, because my um, screen was mirrored, because that's the, what the tech did for me, yeah. I was turning the volume up and down, and I didn't realize, like, it's like... Everyone can everyone see you can turning see it, the volume up and down. And so it's, like, out. getting in the way of yeah, my yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... It, I don't... It doesn't affect that many people. Yeah, but, I mean, and I was so, just surprised, because, like, when I was doing, like, uh, Crazy just, Jess and stuff like that, I was like, I literally cannot see the screen. And some of these things, and to say, I have to time with, like, yeah, certain yeah. parts of when it happens on the video. So, like, during Annie's Crazy Jess, I, like, have my laptop out, and then I take my tablet out, and... I'm just using the reflection of a screen. <laughs> it's like jail where people hold up their mirror. I'm doing this. It's like okay, now I can see what's going on. The problem, I had to like I had to subtitle a bunch of my clips because last year I learned my lesson that the audio was so bad. The acoustics the of the acoustics room so make bad. it so that you can't hear so audio. I don't know if that worked out. Maybe some of the jokes came. I think it better. did work out this year better, but like I always so. like those are all factors that you know you can do all, everything right and then show up at the con. And be screwed, and it's not even your fault. But you know, uh, multiple panels, like you know, the Gundam panel, you know, that happened. Like the Gundam shorts panel, you know, uh, the MAGA panel, you guys just did. You know, Gerald, yeah. we we lucked out because you know we had thirty minutes setup time yeah, because goodness. it was an eighteen plus panel setup times. Oh, Why yeah. doesn't this con do like you know the room clear kind of stuff? Because so many times you hear people be like yeah. asking, so this giant line out, there's a room clear, right? It's like nope. Because well, that happened before the Cannon Buster screening. Like, they were arguing, trying to get a room, room And they they got it just because he was a guest, but it wasn't, like, written on there, like, room yeah, clear. Right, like, like, they were, like, refusing to, to clear yeah, the, the room. The only time they ever, like, will say, we'll clear the room is when it's a non-18-plus panel to an 18-plus panel. Yeah. And to me, I think, like, it's it's real good, like, you know, that they have that at least 15 minutes between each yeah, one. Yeah, that's really good. But, and when there's a room clear, they do 30. But, like... You know, so many times I was, like, I told people, like, for Crazy Tests, like, just walk into the Funimation yeah, that's what I did. show and sit down, because I looked at the line, I'm like, if they're not going to clear this room, I have no idea who's going to get in or not. Yeah. Well, it's, that, it, that's also, also really weird. Like, people were waiting online for that panel, but you could just walk into you the could previous just walk one. In. I've done that so like, many but times. like, why is yeah. this, why didn't they say to them, you can go in? Why are they lining them up? Like, it's just, a, it's just a, like, if you're dumb enough to wait online, no, wait that's online. Part of, part, like, of that, part of that might actually be the case, because I think as soon as people see a line, they think they right. can line up, like, and you don't think to just go inside. Like, I just I walked that right that in. Happened, that happened for me the very first year I came to Otakon, is I saw the pre-reg line out there, and I was by myself, and I didn't know what to do, didn't realize that you don't have to wait in that pre-reg line ever. And I got in line and stood in the sun for six hours that day in order to get my badge just because it was a line. And I was young and didn't know what I was doing. And, I mean, I don't want and you room wanted, clears. You wanted an eating contest. Like, too. I don't <laughs> agree with room that? clears. I don't want them. Um, like, I think that they waste a lot of time. And um, But what they do at Comic-Con, because Comic-Con, is, or New York Comic-Con, that is, uh, doesn't do room clears either. Yeah, neither really San against Diego. It. But... What they but but they don't let people line up. They will tell people if like if you're like oh I'm here for this panel. They're like there's room in this panel. Yeah. just go in. That's what well, they do they at should, New York. If they did like, that, then in. I'd be fine. Go in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all they need to do. I well, don't the, think they should the, waste the one time room clearing. One issue is you'd clearing. have you'd have people squatting throughout yeah. multiple panels. And, and we've right. seen in right the past. like that's the big thing at SDCC, right? Is like people will like not be able to get into the panel they want to see because 
Other people are camped out in that panel Waiting trying for, the next for some one. other right. thing down the line. That they have no so somebody in. is in, like, you know, the Twilight panel. And they, that they hate Twilight. Twilight. And they're bitching and about the it the whole time on social media. Get inside. Yeah, and and we've seen that happen here at Otakon. You know, yeah. people squatting other panels because and, and not giving the right. host at least consideration. Like, you know, even if, as long as you're quiet, but, like, these people are... Talking about oh, yeah, themselves and playing yeah. Like, yeah. stuff with like, sound because that's how little they're interested in. And it's like that's no good. Yeah. Like that's even worse. Because that happened at Vegas panel. Yeah, the idols last panel. year. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if it happened to her this year, but no, last I don't year, think so. At least two I years ago, went up to staff and I was like, "You need to shut this down right now." I was like, "They are like talking during this panel," and right. I was like, "You need to go up there and make an announcement right now because this is crap." And they did. Yeah, I mean, that right. was well, like... Well, that's good. At least they... But, yeah. you shouldn't have, but nobody should have had to go ask them right. to do that. Yeah. They right. should have been on top of it. I wonder how many of these problems are just like, as of last year in Baltimore, like... Just watching <laughs> yeah, we're, like, we're, we're just burning this place to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Light the match as soon as 5 o'clock hits, <laughs> So I actually, like, there's, like, large portions of this convention that I never even went to, like the whole Pratt Street lobby with, like, the big rooms and the game I, room Yeah, I went there once stuff. or twice, to just yeah. passing through. I yeah. never went to the game room. What would you say is, like, the most popular, like, show at this, you know, the title-wise whether it's cosplay, whether it's fan art, what would you say is the thing this year? I feel like it's the usual Pokemon. story we keep. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Pokemon. Pokemon. I mean, in Artist Alley, she's right. just, like Pokemon Go or other Pokemon or like the Pokemon themselves. They're doing a very good job like, of set of like resaturating Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, like I saw, I thought there was like a lot of cosplay I, for Pokemon. I think, too. especially for Pokemon Go, it's really noticeable because you know, having a new game, it's super popular and everything. Yeah. But like, it's also like very easy cosplay, right? Yeah. You can just pick whatever colors you want. Mm-hmm. You can pick whatever like size, size hat you want, and suddenly you're a cosplayer. And not to say that that's like a knock against them, but right. it's just a, it's just a game where people who people who don't even have to care one whit about anime, right? They can. Be the po- they can be the Pokemon Go, come to the convention and pull out their mm-hmm. Team Mystic signs and just instantly. Well, create, I think you know community. that's a you know I think Team Valor was really the uh, the most repped here. No, I don't know. It's uh, like there's, yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> yelling in the halls. You know, right. Team yeah, Mystic Valor. Valor. I mean, yeah, yeah. the I feel like it's also just the the typical story that we tell every time we're in one of these podcasts, which is that like. Outside of maybe like Pokemon Go being, it doesn't even feel to me like it was super dominant, but it was like the no, most prominent thing. Everything that. else is just like it's so spread out. Like was, what? What is the winner? Like what, what is I'm, the biggest? What I always anime like to look at. There's a lot of Overwatch, yeah, but Overwatch, that's not anime, yeah. right? Yeah. What I'm always interested in is what is the dominating like costume that you see this year? Oh, okay. individual like, costume dominating. Well, 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 let's ask Carl. Uh, yeah. But I saw so many you uh, you somas from Food Wars like. Really? Like, yeah. More like, than the girls. Like, more than the girls. There's a lot of guys as Soma. Yeah. I saw a couple, like, a lot of times it would be, like, a guy as Soma and, like, maybe presumably their girlfriend would be, like, Megami. Yeah. Oh. And then, like, you know. I think I only noticed one guy that was dressed as, like, the naked apron dude. Yeah. There was, more than, there was more than one guy like that. A couple people, oh, well, yeah. I only remember some. I, mean, I can only tell it was Ishiki because of the type of apron that right. she's being worn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I and mean, I think the That's single it. costume that I saw the most of, like, one single costume was probably Harlequin. Really? Specifically, the New Fifty Two Suicide Squad movie Harley Quinn. Right. Which, so you know, I, might, I might not have like noticed that because I don't recognize it. For me, it seemed like by just a barely, it seemed like I saw a lot of divas. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of Overwatch yeah. diva. Yeah. And I, you know. I felt like I saw a lot of. It's not an individual, but a lot of high 
Oh, just no. the uniforms. Oh, like, uniforms. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 volleyball uniforms and way way more of it than any of the other sports series. I felt like in previous years there was kind of more of a mix, but I think that's because the other sports series haven't had a new anime lately. Haikyuu is the one that has had the most recent right, one. Right, right. So think, it's like dominating a little bit more. I think specifically on Thursday I saw a whole lot of Baltimore Ravens cosplayers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. But I think no, that, that was that a it game. also demonstrates, I think, that in previous years there's been like a very dominating costume. Like several right. years ago it was like Kingdom Hearts, like everything right. was Kingdom Hearts. Maybe another year was like Naruto was just everywhere. Everyone and maybe some Naruto. of that's the function of like and that so much more stuff is available yes. and things have diversified more. Th- right. Available on Crunchyroll.com. Well, <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> good website. Just that wasn't even me. Oh, I mean, well, I think a few years ago it was, it was you know Attack on Titan. There was a lot of that. Like, yeah. And when thing. that new when that second season hits, you better be ready for it to all come back. Oh, uh, yeah. well, I think that might yeah, be twenty seventeen. Is that I think the Love Live cosplay does increase every year, but Love Live has so many costumes you might not even you know. You may not know it's a Love right, Live right. costume yeah. unless you know. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of the cheerleaders this year. Right. <laughs> the cheerleader costumes, and so I wasn't oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah I, I saw a few of the cyber costumes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. But yeah, I don't think it was any one dominating thing, and you know, I'm I'm just happy, you know, that once in a while the dominating thing is, happens to be anime. <laughs> like at an anime <laughs> convention, who would have yeah. thought? I mean, One Punch Man seems pretty popular, oh, yeah. too, which is good. My, my pet theory is that it seems that the dominating thing at Anime Convention is whatever is the top thing on the Cartoon Network, like, that year. Mm. So, like, historically, like, when you look back, like, the last several years, like, okay, what has been Bananacons it just happens to be, like, oh, Adventure Time. Oh, well, that was being a Cartoon Network, mm. you know. You know uh, down the list of, like, you know, these big things. And, like, the last year it was, like, oh, Steven Universe. You know, mm. cute. oh, because it's a big show on Cartoon Network. Now we happen to just... I've lucked out that, you know, the big thing is One Punch Man, you know, in, in After Ways. Though yeah. it was interesting that we saw, like, a ton of One Punch Man fan art and stuff in the artist alley, and not nearly as much, like, people in One Punch Man outfits. Right. Like, I uh, saw a few Saitamas. Yeah. Yeah. Not as much here. I yeah. did see one outfit, which is a guy I saw one as One good... Punch Man, and his girlfriend as the Sea King. Yeah. And then <laughs> just... I saw one. Uh, it made me wonder. I <laughs> saw one. Like, uh, maybe ponder. What, what, what goes on at night? When we showed up, like maybe it was Friday or whatever, we saw like you know one uh, proper crablante, and yeah. we were like, all right, it's definitely the Baltimore, you know, environment. Uh, eating yeah. too much crab and becoming crablante. One of the winners cosplay, not anime though. I saw a woman dressed as Immortan Joe. Mm-hmm. I, did, I saw there was one that. guy yeah. who was like dressed up really well as like Nux, and then like I think his girlfriend was there as Imperator Furiosa. Yeah, but it was surprising like how fast like all that Fury Road stuff just sort of vanished from like Artist Alley around here. Like it seemed like there was a big interest in it, and this like awful cliff like you know. Hestia last year from like is it wrong to feel girls right, in the right. dungeon mania like sweeping now it's like it's almost the, um, it's a new thing the yeah. new thing is rezero actually like oh it's yeah. a fair amount of rezero yeah 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 but I, I feel a show like about dying be... that's actually just about a, and that's, that's which gonna girl be a, would you right. kiss that's gonna be a flash in the pan again we won't see a thing of it next year or a year it's the miles gap yeah 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 I am not really curious <laughs> because I keep seeing it in my peripheral. Vision of, and I'm gonna extend a uh, running joke, and Kate can give me the actual title. But the mystical Miss Ladybug. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, right. miraculous, miraculous Ladybug. Miraculous yeah. Ladybug girl. Like I, I still see a lot of that. Yeah, it's like, just I see some of that. Yeah, it's I see a lot of it in 
Like, I saw a bunch of costumes of it. Yeah. There were two photo shoots of it. And, like, I hear people talk about... Man, a lot of people talk about... What do you call it? Um, mistletoe ladybug. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember what M word it is. So I'm just now repeatedly using the wrong one. <laughs> but I've never actually met a person that I know that likes yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah, me too. That's the same experience. I like it. I like it. Okay, it's an actual Oh, I've actually yeah. met a human yes. being who likes yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like it a lot. It's, it, it's it, a I fun mean, show. It's definitely a genuine kid show. It's not. It doesn't right, have right. the crossover that I think Wakfu has. But it's a good, it's a fun little little French show. Frenchy Moo, as our friend calls it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's like a magical girl show. Yes, very so. much a magical girl show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's interesting that, like, it's definitely a show that has a popularity. I just, it's weird that I've not run into that. I think that shows. it's also that, it's, doesn't it run in America on, like... Nickelodeon. Yeah. Is it Nickelodeon? Oh, so you have to have... So you have to have extended cable yeah. for that, and that's a lower and yeah. lower group of people who are having that. Yeah, but that doesn't have... I mean, Car- Cartoon Network, yeah, they also yeah. have to have cable for, and that's, yeah. like, I think super we're dominant force. Do they have a better streaming thing going on for us? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are I mean, people even watching until, those shows on TV, or are they, like, pirating up until a few Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> months. I know some people are watching, like, the fan-subbed French, and sometimes yeah. the fan-subbed Korean dub. That's what we're watching, is the French one. Wait, like, the re- like they're, they need to get the authentic one. Yeah, like Sakura Blue is untranslatable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know there was also like some weird thing about like the episodes airing in different orders, like oh, here versus yeah. in like France and Korea. It's and anime so all over like, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's I think that's not always the worst thing because like this is an example I was thinking of because like I've never really watched Wings Club. Right. If I talk to someone who's like Wings Club fan. Right. Right. And he said that like the first episode they showed on American TV, they switched this the halves of the episode like the first half takes place first and the second class takes place second so all these weird things that happen to shows as we all know mm. that happens a whole lot yeah. here and you never ever hear about it like the first episode of Pokemon that ever aired on yeah, television yeah. I watched that episode was far 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 into the show it, like, it was like episode it was, 17 it, something it, like that it was, it was when they're on a cruise ship and that was the first episode. Everything was established, and you're—I don't know why they did that. Sometimes yeah. they're like, "Oh, we gotta have the action and show all yeah. the characters off yeah. and it's get right, right, right. Well, that was like the thing that happened with Firefly. Is like they—they they didn't show the actual first episode where they introduced everyone. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, 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 we gotta get like straight into like stuff happening. So they, they showed like episode two the, or three. In Japan, they're just kind of getting off topic for Otakon. Uh, yeah, it's simply happening with Gundam, right? Like Vegan Gundam, like if I recall, like Tomino's like, I want to create an episode. First episode, like, establishes the characters and such and like Sunrise or Bandai was like no get the action right so like what would have been like I think episode 8 or something they moved to episode 1 <laughs> and sh- show them show the, the victory on them no and, then, and then like everyone looked at it and was like this is a nonsensical yeah. storyline oh this isn't regular Yoshiki Tomino narrative <laughs> yeah. you thought nothing out of the ordinary of it so we, we hit the hour mark and we I think we needed to hit one more topic before we finish here. We need to talk a little bit about politics and video games. Yes. Oh, oh, wait, so did somebody go to that panel? Well, I heard there's a video of it. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. The guy there's, put a the video, video there's, there's a video of the previous Like the guy that hosted it? There's a video yeah. of the previous yeah. one, but we should we should establish what this is. There was a politics in was it video games or anime? How about politics we, and video games? How, how about we just bust out the Read the guide yeah. for the people. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I will bring this up. So, so there was this panel that somehow got on. This is the big mystery: is how this got onto the schedule. And Daryl will read the uh, con this description. So of I will up. interject here. So, um, at the con feedback slash closing ceremonies, or whatever they yeah. said, 
uh, a new person was doing panels this year. Oh. Head of panels this year. That also explains why person. there were three science and anime so, panels. Five mecha panels. The person, the person who's been doing it the last few years switched over to another job. Daryl? For Otakon. Uh, so I will correct so we have you. a new head oh. of panels. So I yeah, think that is Gundam panels why like some of the hiccups. Yes. Okay, and, and very, uh, the hiccups was, being this. It was very interesting how this panel, because it's very clearly, very clearly from the description. That, right, that it's, it's like not is, like they could have made a mistake. Right, like, right, right. Like, oh, we didn't realize that's like, we what had this no was. Way to there know. was coded yeah, language in there. We didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, the, no, the, okay, so here we go. Here yeah. we go. I got it. All right, one a.m. Politics and video games. Eighteen plus. Eighteen plus politics and video games. Description. While the topic may still be taboo in polite conversations or fan-driven discussions, the ongoing marginalization of gamers in the media has pushed the issue. (laughs) Topics include the political philosophies espoused by Bioshock and Resident Evil, corporate malfiescence, religion, and such like, presenter, None. None. <laughs> and, and they found so, the original presenter of this we, panel. We, we, found, they, we found the Twitter of the guy who was presenting it. At sign Netscape 9. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, definitely like a... Um, it's in, in his in his description about himself. He, is, he self-identifies himself as one of these, uh, you know, people as part of yes. the, the harassment mob, as it were. Who, uh, you know, you can just read the, like, there's, there's a lot of dog whistle right, phrases right. in this description right. for those who don't know. Loves to be gaming, like, hates censorship. Yeah, like, like, you know, they are out to say, like, okay, we're anti whatever, but really they don't practice what they preach. And so this, this never should have gotten on the schedule. Like, yes. anyone would have been able to take a look at this and say, no, don't, don't give these cons the time of day. And I know a lot of people who are like, cause it was right after my panel ended, it's like, let's go to this. And I'm like, how about we don't give the clown, you know, even, like, an opportunity to say, like, oh, yeah, I was so controversial. How about we just ignore it? But, like, yeah, the idea that, um, you know, oh, a, a sympathetic, because the only way it could have happened is, you know, you air quote someone on the inside. So, yeah, the closing ceremonies, uh, it's interesting, yeah, someone brought it up and was like, oh, yeah, that's because we have new people doing it. But... I mean, well, I don't think someone was like, why is this panel on the, no, on was, the schedule? I was at the road to D.C., and it wasn't even like it was brought up just the kind of in passing, right? Yeah. That uh, oh, the, the old person. the the old panelist, the old the old panelheads, he's moved on to something else. He's like, I moved on to something else. My wife took over the position, okay, and she'll be, you know, oh, okay. From so it's not like you know a huge sea change then, yeah. Because what I, gets me is that isn't this done by like a committee? Like, they put this all down, and they all decide, like, this is... It's not, like, one person, It was, like, two right? people. Like, it used to be, like, you know, Andy Zeralt, and then um, Aaron Clark, and mm. now it's Brooke Zeralt, because that's who sent us our emails. Okay. It's like, you know, the approvals. And I don't know who's the vice uh, person in charge. Uh, and and who knows, who knows how stuff gets but delegated, yeah. right? It's and, possible that that one got approved without... Without like, people knowing. Because, I mean, I, I can tell right. you just another convention I went to, I put in for a panel, got approved, and then a few weeks later, someone said, oh, wait... Now, you know, yeah. never mind. We have to take it away because someone else already did this and already got approved for it. And it, so there's a couple. There could be a. It could have just gotten through and fallen through the cracks, like right. delegation wise. It, it, it is funny though what we talked about in terms of the other weird scheduling things, where it's like, well, why was there a Gamergate panel, three science panels, 
and five mecha panels. Five Gundam panels. Five there Gundam were more than five mecha panels. Three Robotech panels. This, yeah. But or the problem is, this starts to paint a bad picture of a person scheduling of who panels. Who is the person scheduling? Right. Like, what do we know about the? What's the stereotype <laughs> of the mecha people? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, well, this is exactly it. And you know, I don't know. Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just it's, it's very. Uh, Strange. Let's I can just sort say. of, I can sort of see someone like not realizing it's like a gamer game. I was like, oh yeah, Bioshock. Well, yeah, you know, if they don't know about gamer game, if they don't know about it, they're completely out of the, uh, yeah, yeah, completely unaware. Yeah, that that could have happened too. Like, could, they could have just read that description and taken it at face value and said, oh, mm. this is potentially interesting. Right. Without I mean, knowing, if only the description had mentioned, uh, you know, those SJWs. Right. Anyway, <laughs> you're like, wait, wait. There's something. It's just a sense is tingling. It just seems like it, like how they, that description started. Like seemed like it was trying to be. I, I was controversial like, when they posted the list of the panel names and just the list of names without anything. It's like okay, I know not to go to this one because it's by that Doctor Strangelove guy who doesn't really understand Doctor Strangelove because everything's like The Legend of Zelda or this or you know. It's like okay, don't go to that guys because I can tell from the title and then. Politics and video games, 18 plus. That was like, you know, warning, warning, Will Robinson. Do not go. <laughs> well, it's of course 18 plus because he's anti-censorship. Oh, yeah. He doesn't yeah. want anybody right, right. to censor his, to, the, the truth, the, the raw reason and truth by in his the man. panel. Right. <laughs> At Otakon. Let's be real. The, to, the, the, to them, the bad guy is not the man. Clearly <laughs> <Right>. not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, any any closing thoughts on Otakon? Would you guys um, Otakon again? We all know the answer to that question. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. definitely like, yeah. you know, this is sort of like the big con of the year for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, in terms of the mentality of the people running it, I really do appreciate like how much they are devoted to being, quote, on topic. Yes, yes. there's yep. a lot yep. of non-anime stuff, but it's... It's just enough. It's still like okay to be there. It's like yeah, we we're not gonna shut you out entirely, but we acknowledge it's there. But the focus of this con is Japanese animation, yeah. and you know yeah, I appreciate that you even had like a Steven Universe panel that was not. It wasn't Steven Universe. It was anime it was references. The references of anime universe. in Steven Universe because you know they got like fifty Steven Universe applications yeah. to do something. I like that there's yes. that level. Of you know uh, diligence focus here and, and focus because I'll tell you any number of smaller conventions will say we'll throw that out the window if it means more yep. p- tickets sold yeah. and you know we see like more and more like anime conventions like oh this team is like half this convention isn't even anime at this point we've you had know, we've had several of them devolve in in Florida that were anime were anime cons and now they just now are just general like, sort of cons whatever you want Otakon has so. shown that you can still yeah. have a lot of people show up. And have it be about anime. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've talked about this before because I've been going to West Coast cons now. but uh, And unfortunately, I didn't get to go to enough panels at this convention. But the panel culture yeah. here so is just so much better than the West Coast in terms of, like, having... There's just a... There are enough people running interesting panels where they actually, like, research it and don't, like, do, like, oh, here, I put together a PowerPoint straight to Q&A now, right? And it's, like, you know, people we know, but also not even... It's not just our friends. It's, like, also just generally that's what you get. It's interesting. And it inspires uh, other people, and you end up having, like, a culture of that. Right. It's interesting. I mean, we talked to a friend of ours who uh, is on the West Coast, and they go Mm -hmm. to cons, and they gave us some horror stories about some of the... Because some, some of the cons are very industry... 
and very like marketing, yep, yep. marketing approved things. Or and, they're the exact and opposite. See, and then I see posts from other people on the West Coast who say they do not ever want to go to fan con- fan panels because fan panels yeah, yeah. like have a bad name over there. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah like because the fan just... panels over there are generally, and we see these over here too. But like yeah. at a bigger con like Otakon, they tend to get really, really good panels submitted. Right. Not counting some flukes here and there, but in general, at West Coast cons I've been to, fan panels are just an excuse to get a free badge. Yeah, and, they're and just and like the filler is, content to put I, in the room. But here's <laughs> the thing: uh, my philosophy on that has always been the onus on that is on the people running the convention yeah, yeah. to yes. not approve that in the first place. It doesn't have to have the reputation. It has that reputation because you are actively not yeah. screening yeah, these we, Well, people. I do think that East Coast cons are, you know, I feel like it's a point of pride for them. Yeah. Um, it's And it's becoming that for more and more of East Coast cons. And so, yeah, I, I mean, it is, I, I mean, I have to say it's a lot of freaking work to actually... Yeah. Make panels run well. I mean, from the back end, from like right. the people who are ahead them. of panels yeah. to really do that. So I think it I is a lot of work. I started my work on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and and but uh, but at the same time, I think that's like what's so awesome about mm-hmm. like that's what I want at fan conventions. I want fans contributing to the yeah. culture. Like that's what I want to see. I don't. I mean, yeah, of course, I want industry to bring over like great guests and you know like that's super great but if you've ever been to like no not getting down on them because they're very good people but if you've ever been to a viz panel it's like this is what this is the example she gave us was like brad's coming out there and hey guys do you like naruto yeah you know and and it's like i mean that's one way of doing it whatever but you know like it's it's kind of just it's so transparent. Right. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's GameStop TV in person. <laughs> but it's not, it's not educational, right? I want to I wanna learn something. And I want to interact yeah. with my fellow fans and, like, yeah. show them. Like, I feel like the, the thing is, is that the fan panels that are put on, the industry would never do that panel. Right, like, right. Like, yeah. you're not like, oh, well, the industry could do that panel. I mean, I guess they could, but they never would. Well, you won't hear, you know, Viz t- hyping up something that they don't put out. Right, and they right. And they will, you'll you, never you hear them putting... You need an independent voice outside and You'll never that. hear yeah. them putting down something that they put out. There's, mm-hmm. they always, everything that they put out is great and fantastic and wonderful. And, the, like, there's, the, the only people that will actually say something is, like, it's, it's refreshing to go to, like, a vertical panel. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. because uh, Ed Chavez will say, he will say, like, this was a great manga... And nobody, nobody bought, bought it. it. Yeah, no, nobody yeah. bought it. But Viz will always say like, "This sold so much. It's, so, it's above our expectations. This is above right. our expectations as well. Way, our expectations I, were one." So I take set. credit for this real quick. For years, I've been putting Sears Girlfriend X on his poll on his like surveys. It's a, it's not bad. I read the whole thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crunchyroll yeah, manga. Exactly. So did I. There it is. You chill. Like. I saw. The, I think I was like the only fan of it ever. But he's like now it's like one of their best selling titles on the. Yeah, it's great. It's all me. It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh yeah. But I also wanted to mention that I think it's important to note also that the East Coast people running the fan panels have went out of their way to court uh, a lot of people who do better panels. I feel like the West Coast has a very laid back <laughs> and think of England and uh, just hope that uh, just, I feel like right, right. A it's pack. a weird dichotomy, I think, because I think the West Coast, like, organizationally is very like, we gotta follow Robert's Rules of Order and we have to, like, you know, be very regimented and there's gotta, you've gotta be appointed, you know, so-and-so title and whatever from their con organizational staff, and then when it comes to the programming, it's just like, ah, eh, throw these guys in there and then, you know, 
oh, what do you mean they need a microphone, you know, and yeah. a projector screen? <laughs> uh, so, oh, so, something like Fanime. They need cables, you know. Something like Fanime feels a lot like that. Where it's just like, 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 it's just filler content. It's like, we needed to fill these rooms, so we took whatever people sent us. Like, yeah. Yeah, we put it in there. We, we Maybe we took out some duplicates or whatever and just threw them all in there. I mean, I guess well, I guess that's, that is the other thing, though. I mean, Otakon is big enough that they have to turn people away. A lot of these cons right. are like, please send us your panels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're not, if you're a smaller con, you often don't have as many options for people making... S- smaller cons, that's the case, but I think this happens even at AX, right? Like, which is yeah, like the biggest yeah, con, of, yeah. con of all. Like but the, apparently... But I feel like the fan panel culture, yeah, it's just so different. But I think we were told, like, if we tried to submit some of our panels to AX, like, they would never, ever get through the vetting process, because we're not professionals. But not... I do also feel like it is a critical mass thing when... A panel when a convention goes and gets a lot of big panelists and like cultivates it, then other panelists go, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go because I know Daryl's gonna be there. Yeah, I know yeah. Clarissa's gonna be there, so I'm gonna go there. I mean and I guess I'll present some of my own stuff as well. Mm. I just walked away, so I don't know if you guys talked about featured panels as an idea, but like that's I what think we did. I was saying that's how you sort of like you, pull in the people right, that, like, right. that that's what I did for Genericon, yeah. like that took that idea from Boston, I think, or whoever was doing it, and right. now like Otacon does it. And it was like, yeah, nobody's gonna come up to Genericon unless we pay them, but like we did that in order to attract to like, see, this like, culture. You know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean I I don't know why why it's so different on the West Coast. I don't know if they They're just more didn't relax. Have... I just don't know if they didn't have, think, like, the Dave Merrills and the Mike Tools actually, and the people yeah, that know, really so, started the Somebody made a good point about that. I forget who it was. Somebody was talking to me about it. That, like, on the West Coast, they had greater access to the original creators, creators and things yeah, like that. So they and so there was less have... of a struggle for, like, fans to fill that gap with making their own, you know, doing their own research and f- creating yeah. the history for that. Mm-hmm. So they were just like... Oh, cool! We can talk to them. They're right here. Like right. Dynax used to come to Fanime every year and just yeah, here right? like, is like, just there every right. year. Or it used to be. Yeah. Whereas here, there's like it's it's ironic that like because there was less access, you actually get more educational programming because people had to like work harder to build yeah. Like that. you know, mm. if if everything yeah. is easy, if you know it's all the data's all there on your A and N encyclopedia or Wikipedia or whatever, you no longer need to remember how many episodes is this, what year did this thing come out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not worth storing and committing to memory. It's the classic Kanaka Clancy versus, you know, Takeo Kumagami debate here um, of, do you, is it better to know it or do you uh, just yes, know it? Ah, yes, that classic debate that everyone <laughs> listening to this podcast clearly knows. better know. It's, it's, okay, so basically, she's it's something Pat Labor, but I don't know. I say it? It is Pat Labor. <laughs> but okay, okay, how about Plato versus Aristotle? Oh Do they have laborers? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the question of labor. That's why I get really upset when there are cons out there who refuse to, at the very least, give you a badge for doing a panel. That is the minimal yeah. amount yeah. that I'm yeah. asking and for. And I've noticed and there, that. I mean, that panel that I did at Anime, that for, uh, anime in non anime. That was a year of research, like a year of me looking at things, putting it on this sheet, and then... Ah, but that's only things. an hour of uh, work, Gerald. you got to yeah. do at least a four more before we'll give you a, a 30% off, you know, the yeah. cost. Right, but you're that. creating the programming for the convention. Like, right. Part of the reason why people come to the con. Right, but we, we have noticed, like, 
to your point, like, the more Japanese guests are readily available to a convention, the less they feel the need to even give any sort of accommodations to fan efforts. Mm, like, yeah. Animazement on the East Coast is maybe one of the only examples where they have a ton of Japanese guests, like, easily for their size, and they don't comp fan panelists oh, wow. at all. Yeah. And so, you know, why bother? Why, like, the people who put in work will be like, well, if I don't even going to get anything, why should I even bother showing up? And then that in turn leads to like, okay, well then the only people who do do fan panels are like, eh, I'm just showing up because I like, you know, Kuroko's basketball. How about them balls, boys? <laughs> now let's open it up to the audience, you know, like. Um. <laughs> yeah, that okay. is, I think that is the minimal amount to ask for, and it is not too much. So. Right. And Otakon does do that, so we had to give yeah, yeah, yeah. does yeah. no, It's never been an issue with Otakon. Right. From the yeah, very yeah. beginning, they've been like that, so. But yeah. And I think it's a point, like I said, I think it's a point of pride for them. Like, the the fan panel content is, like, it's known. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is known. It's, it's it, is known. Most, it is known. It is known. No, no, Otakon has that reputation, for sure. And I tell people, I, like, I'm always, like, Maybe I'm biased, thumping that Bible out on the, the West Coast. Coast. What? The, I, have, I think I'm biased, but I think they have some of the best programming. That's what I mean. Like, I'm always... I'm always <laughs> it is known, Gerald. I'm out on the West Coast just being, like... Otakon's the best. Everybody needs to go to Otakon. Otakon will save you. And then, I, and then all the animals are so big. But then the joke is like, all the Y'all West Coast... Y'all anime Jesus! But then the West Coast people come here and it's like, eh, I don't know about this Otakon. I like it and, you know, AX waiting in line better. But, you know, I don't know. Well, they, you know, they like it not being 100 degrees. Well, well yeah. I can sympathize greatly with yeah. that. So, I, yeah. Speaking of, I think, I think we're about done. Final thoughts, I say, uh, turn the heat down, Otakon. That's just <laughs> one request. DC. In D.C., just yeah. turn the heat down. No, that's yeah. not happening. They can't do that, really? It's a concrete If Otakon is our savior, they should be able to <laughs> Anything else? Final thoughts? Uh, the the big, you know, muscular, ice-cold water salesman of Still Baltimore around. is going to have to, you know, make a, a journey. They're going to have to fly him in as a guest <laughs> for D.C. Featured vendor. Featured, right. featured water vendor yeah. for the Otacon wow. culture to, to, to live on. Just give him a little square in the dealer's room. Just no, no, it has to be, it has to be outside, outside yeah. as you're walking in. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the like, most important, you know. That's like, in, you keep him in captivity, it just won't work. Right. Yeah, so we have to run free. I guess I guess if I was having a real final thought is yeah. that maybe it wasn't Otakon's strongest year, but no, Otakon's weakest year is still like one of the best cons that of you're the year yeah. to go to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it it the fa- and that's because of the fans. I mean, I feel like the fans can make up for like some was of the Akane you know, this year? Well, yeah, I was very interested in him. I don't care what Gerald thinks. Um, but, you know, like, I, I think that as long as you have guests, and and even the Japanese guests this year, I thought that they were all really uh, open with their answers, talking. Oh, yeah. You know, the interviews like, went really that, well. Yeah. The interviews were great. And so with that fan content as as a part of it, I think Otakon's always going to be the strongest. Like, it's always going to be the best. My final thought is my final thought on all podcasts when I talk about conventions. I hope that next year they bring Kinjiro Hada because that is my joke that isn't really a joke every time. <laughs> Please bring Kinjiro Hada. Don't let uh, Japan Expo beat us. Um, I think that the move to Washington, D.C. is definitely going to be interesting. It'll be a new environment. Um, I hope that we're able... that. 
like I said, I think I hope the I think you said before the the structure of Washington D.C. doesn't subsume Otakon that's able to kind of show itself, and that uh, hopefully that the people there at in Washington D.C. are already kind of used to weirdos, so that when all these people mm-hmm. come out in cosplay, they're not going to get like. How are they used to weirdos? Well, it is where you know. <laughs> it is Washington D.C. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is Washington. That's not that's not fair anyway. Um, I I just what I mean is that like. I because, hope they embrace us. Like, yeah. I feel like the Inner Harbor has sort of embraced yeah, yeah. the Otakon-ness. Yeah. Yeah, people were saying they're, you know, they're really sad to see us go. I mean, you know, I mean, we put a lot into the economy and we made a very interesting-looking weekend. So, <laughs> right. once a year. I hope that uh, President Hillary Clinton attends <laughs> Otakon. Thank you for that prophetic <laughs> statement. <laughs> what, you don't want Otakon to open with, I love the Otakons. <laughs> I've been to... I've been to every Otakon since 1991. It's the best convention. It's the best one. It's the best, one. It's the it's best huge, one. Huge. Huge. Huge anime convention. We got to bomb Japan, though. <laughs> bomb, them, bomb them back to the stone. You know, that's I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I didn't mean to. All right. Everybody story. tell people where you can go on the internet to find you on the internet. Uh, we are at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> our podcast is Anime World Order. You can find us at www.animeworldorder.com and you can find me at, at Gerald underscore AWO on Twitter. I write for Otaku USA magazine and as well as occasionally the Anime News Network, and you can follow me on Twitter at D A R Y L S U R A T. Yep, uh, I also write for Otaku USA Magazine, and you can find us at the me also at the Anime World Order podcast and on Twitter at, at Clarissa G. Uh, again, I'm Kate from ReverseThieves.com, and you can find me on Twitter as Narutaki RT, N A R U T A K I R T. All right, I, uh, Kate and I are from saberfannumberone.com um, because fuck all you all. I'm saberfannumberone. Not any of you. Not any of you are the Hold sons back. of bitches. Hold them back. Saberfannumberone, saber the best place to buy your fencing supplies. Uh, I know. Um, anyway, uh, and my, uh, my name wait is... Wait a minute, wait. Tell us Saber Fan number one's Twitter handle. Oh, <laughs> the Iron Sheik. It is. I am Kiswe RT. Spell it. H I U S. No, you spell it. I don't know how to fucking spell things. I know. H I S U I R T. Okay, um. How do you top that? Uh. And I'm Crawl. Crawl? I'm Carl. Uh, you can find me at ogiemanix.com. O G I U E M A N I A X.com. Got it. Twitter handle. I do this all the time. Uh, <laughs> S H E L S H E M Shell. No, it's really because people often spell Ogiwe with a U and an I reverse, so I just always. Who would moron would do that shit? The Evangelion angels, super right? Cool yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah, 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 of course not. Never. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my, again, I'm I'm Evan. You probably are listening to my podcast, so you know who I am. Um, please find me. On, I'm Saber Fan Number Two. So please find me on my website, uh, full, full of pictures of sabers and other kinds of swords. It's called SwordArtOnline.net. <laughs> I used that joke already on a podcast, but I'm gonna keep doing it.
You can find more from the Anti-Gamers podcast on podcast.antigamers.com. You can send us an email about how I had too many people on this show and they're all too loud and talk over each other at podcast. send him an email to say we're better hosts than he is. <laughs> you can do all that. Everybody's voice is too indistinct from one another. You can't tell who's saying what. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know which one is Saber fan number one. I can't be clear on it. Uh, so that, that is podcast at antigamers.com. Send us emails there. And uh, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Leave us a review. Please get high and leave us reviews like that one dude did. Uh, and uh, shop at crunchyroll.com for all your anime needs. Follow me on Twitter at sign V-A-M-P-T-V-O. Vamptvo. And the Anigamers account is A-N-I Gamers. Uh, spelled like it sounds. It's a capital G Gamers. And uh, <laughs> G-A-M, not G-A-Y-M. <laughs> well, those guys do good work. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and please check out the Crunchycast and all the stuff I do on Crunchyroll. I host the, the podcast there, and I also am on YouTube shouting things at Victoria sometimes. That's about it. I think we covered like everything about Otakon and also things unrelated to Otakon. <laughs> so, so, so how does Dallas not fire Victoria for coming in with Anime Sucks if he's, like, marketing anime? Does he make her wrap her fingers? Well, I, I don't know if you heard, Daryl, but, like, her body is rejecting the Anime Sucks tattoo. No, Dallas I was blocked, t- so, oh, yeah. you know, I can't see these, uh... He knew that her body couldn't take it, so okay. he just let it happen. He's like, her body will, will make sure that this all gets worked out, there will be no more Anime Sucks tattoo. It'll actually morph into anime is okay sometimes. <laughs> I see. All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in like maybe two weeks. Well, I have two mics just in case. Who knows, right? I mean, anything could happen. Anything could happen. It's crazy time. Holy Whatever. Shit. All right, cool. Are you recording with two things? Yeah, whatever. Just just in case. In case one of them is shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Crossing the streams. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. We'll sound smarter on this one, so. And he's recording now, right? (laughs) Yeah. Can you you get my beautiful voice? It is coming through. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not not letting Gerald look at the waveform anymore. (laughs)